To hear a playlist with all the bands that we talked about today, head over to Spotify and search for the Freaks TV original podcast, episode one, top albums of 2018. What's up, Freaks? You're listening to episode one of the Freaks TV original podcast. We are about to deep dive into our top albums of 2018, so I recommend you grab yourself a cold one and settle in, because it's about to get heavy. What's up, Freaks? Welcome to the Freaks TV podcast. In the studio today, we have a couple of friends. This is a special episode because this is going to be the end of the year roundup for our favorite or most disappointing albums of 2018. And with me in the room are a couple of Freaks TV crew, Valerie Blaze. Hi. And Hi. Kai Metzner. And special guests, we, we had one other Freaks TV crew member, uh, art director Chris Crash, who could not make it tonight. So in his stead, we have Ooh. Bart from the Munich yeah. skate punk band Straight Line. Hello. And as our most special guest of honor tonight. <laughs> Stop it. We have the editor-in-chief of Metal Hammer Magazine Germany. Nice Torsten. to meet you. Torsten's on. Welcome. Thank you. So here's what we're going to do, freaks. We're going to go. We all picked five albums uh, to talk about. One we'll talk about as our main, and then the rest we'll go through in like a lightning round to say a few words about each of those albums. So let's go around the room, and we'll, we'll, we'll do ladies first. Oh. Let's start with you, and then we'll work our way around. Shall we do the lighting round first, or shall we yeah. do the fabulous lighting yeah. round? So each mix is... Album number five. So should I start with my disappointing one? Yeah, let's start yeah. with the disappointing. So this is a category, sad, battery, sad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this album is not a bad album. The music is not dis disgustingly disappointing. It's just I was expecting something more from this band because they have put the bar so high in the past. So this is the, um, the album Animal from Shining Norway. Oh, <laughs> I see. I can see why you picked it. So it was disappointing. Yeah, as I said, is that because the music is bad or because I I hate it? It's just Shining has created their own genre, their own niche, and they were always so wild and so careless about their image or. I don't know how to explain this, and with this album, I feel they kind of fell into the commercial plain kind of category. So I was very. This is one of my notes. So damn plain. This is all I wrote. Um, that was that. It was a sad album to me. So we we talked to uh, to Jorgen. I guess two years ago uh, for an episode yes. of Into the Machine. Y Jürgen, the mastermind of, of yeah, Shining. Yeah, the head of Shining, yeah. And I can remember him already saying then that he was ready to like do other things than the sort of black jazz thing that they yeah. started. And he was saying, like, because it was sort of a show about progressive music, that he felt like most progressive bands just played stuff that they wanted to sound like Dream Theater, 
but that they weren't actually progressive in the sense of the term that things are progressive. So I guess only only in their defense, maybe this was like, I want to do a totally different style and go in a totally different direction. If I can answer to that, I would just, I would say, it's not that they changed their style, it's that their style is so plain. I would have preferred an, an, a very audacious, distinctive album that I don't like, but is still very, that has a big personality, than something a bit gray and just beige. This is how I would describe this album, beige. Okay. But that's the worst you can say about a record. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I know. If this it's, is what's if it's nothing. The so middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. I would have preferred something that really shocked me that I don't like, but I could recognize the originality of the sound or something like, oh, this is new or this yeah. is very crazy and wild. That's something just, oh, yeah, I've heard this thousands of times. I okay. saw on a festival lineup for next year, I can't remember which festival it is, that shining and then exclamation mark playing black jazz so uh, they already that already shows that they wanna uh, that they might not like this album I mean you only do this you play your old records or put this on a festival if you have your 10 or 20 or whatever year anniversary so yeah and I attended maybe. the concert in Munich a couple of weeks ago yeah and I would say that 20 people who were there they totally um express their feeling that they would prefer black Ooh. jazz or something a bit more um, Poor Jürgen. Okay. a little bit more original let's say okay. it's all about love, it's all about music next up, shall we go to Austin uh, so my number five Yeah. Uh, my number five is a band called Chemis um, yeah. with a record Desolation nice pick uh, yeah um, Uh, I forgot about the band that they put out something uh, beforehand and uh, now that they're signed to a bigger label here in Europe uh, uh, they came out on a broader scale and they're doing a really interesting mix of prog plus a, a little bit of death metal here and there and that's what I really like So, and uh, they're young and fresh but uh, what I heard is that they might have not enough time to go on tour that well how the people would like it so um, this is a pity but the record really the long songs they're really dynamically um, dynamic they're really intense um, I really love the record so this is would be my number five nice and, I had to and to be sorry. honest uh, I, I have a pretty how you call that um, diverse ranking of records so this is my number five starts out with a proc kind of stuff so kind of record Randy do you remember I had Chemist album before yeah. uh, Absolution I think it was called on exactly, my yeah. top five mm -hmm. uh, when we did the Freaks top five I think two years ago I was, I was a bit disappointed by Desolation there was too much Judas Priest maybe in there Maybe, maybe maybe this is what I like. You mean this? Uh, you mean this? Mo you mean this more? Uh, how do you call this? This more major approach? Thin Lizzy. To the, yeah, but this is uh, the mixture they're offering. is pretty good. The, the mixture is great, and I would love to see them live too. Yeah, yeah same here. So <laughs> we're working on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great one. Yeah. Okay, my uh, my number five. Uh, it was a bit tricky to pick albums this year. There were several good ones. Many people were talking that 
the last year were better even today our special guest Bart said did that I said that yeah you you had an easier time last year I think you said or other people said that so I just said last year was great but yeah last year was great but there are also great records this year number five for me is uh, the ocean with that and I had to write it down it's called Phanerozoic the album so um, I think the name's a bit longer than that Yeah, and it's also the Ocean Collective. I, I keep yeah. it. Let's let's keep it like that. I don't wanna. I don't wanna open Wikipedia here. Yeah, this is this is like this is post metal, and uh, what what I would say post metal means to me like in bands from DVNE or Intronaut. So, yeah, post rock with hard vocals. Great album. Great drum sound. Nice pick. Really enjoy the this album too. I, I sadly missed them. I think they played like one month ago in mm -hmm. Storm. Yeah. Randy? Okay. Okay. So I think my number five is is not um, it's maybe the only one that's not progressive to some degree. <laughs> But I think it's I think my category for this would be because Red Fang and Mastodon didn't release an album this year. Mm -hmm. My favorite album from this kind of music is Hyborian, Volume One. Anybody else catch this release? No. Nope. Sort of heavy, sludgy, shouty metal in the style of maybe Mastodon or older <coughs> Red Fang, or any Red Fang really. Um, I think it's solid from beginning to end. It's not very long, hence probably why it's called Volume One. I feel like it's like a short album that they're going to do a second part and that will be the complete thing. But um, wasn't I think the Ocean album is also called like One or Anything. So yeah. maybe this is a new trend. I think we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. We, we'll get to that later yeah, too. So maybe sure. that's a new trend. Maybe we get rid of this whole like super long album thing yeah. and like putting out several. I mean, EPs certainly or, Down was doing that right with like the, the three or four EPs that they did, and they said they yeah. didn't want to do an album, and that kids wanted to hear EPs. I don't know if that's really the case or if they just. Had only time to make an EP here and there. Anyway, do kids really care in these things? Hyborian Volume One, cool debut. Bart. Well, yeah, it's my turn. Yeah, um, <clears throat> since I had like three hours of preparation, I guess I'm pretty unprepared. But uh, I had to make some records on the list, and I don't have any numbers here because, like, I can pick which one is the best or the worst so I can tell this is my number five it's just one of those but I really dig the last Crimson Slaughter record I don't know if anybody knows them they're like yeah. from, from Spain and they sound like Warbringer but what I really like about this band is they're political and which I miss in metal each days it's not about uh, what do you call it Matt Hörner uh, like about ogre <laughs> shit and you know battle warfield man war stuff it's like real important and like grounded in reality with lyrics and there was one that starts with like uh, it's an actual song uh, it's number three about the war in Syria and how we in Germany and France and everywhere around we are also responsible for it and we are sitting here and doing nothing and it starts it, it really makes you like shiver when you're listening it's just an ex uh, excerpt of an of an interview of a card from the TV and then when the song starts and it's so aggressive and violent and you, you feel the it sounds like Napalm therefore would do fresh metal so it's very wild and like yeah. like like punky kind of way but played very tight very well and like 
a lady really went into them and I highly recommend every workout of this band. Yeah. I have to check it out. What's the name? Or I just Chris. listen to the podcast later. Yeah, so, that's, okay. that's a good thing. I would put that, this song especially in. But Manowar is also important to, yeah. so, to some people. I know, but like, <laughs> I know not what to you, me. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like, I, I like, I, I, what well, I like the music, for example, in Manowar. But when I listen to the lyrics, I'm like, are you 13 years old? Or like, are you playing still with your toys? You know, like, I call it like role play metal. Like, like. It's nothing in reality, nothing important. I want to have something, to, a message. And uh, what's the message in the Manowar song beside yeah. battles of ogres? And so what they play with is a different subject. I know. I guess. It's, yeah. it's like um, it's. I'm not disliking the band, but you know what I yeah, mean yeah, with no. the lyrics. Like I think metal missed these days having. Even the first bands like Maiden, everything, they were kind of left winged and they had this Margaret Thatcher posters when they were like, they had a, a message and they had a political standpoint. And I hate when nowadays people in metal say, yeah, metal is uh, unpolitical. No, it never was. You just made it that way. You made it a fun thing for Rammstein, Helena Fischer, like, you know, like cheap guitars and like just, you want to just get wasted on your Wacken festival. And this is not metal for me. Like, it was like a subculture, like an aggressive subculture that has something to say. And yeah, it, cha it changed over the years because. Yeah. I love it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Came into it, and yeah. so there's a mixture of old people, young people. Everybody has a different attitude, yeah. so, and was grown up differently and stuff like this. So this is, I can understand you, yeah. But I, this I, is the great mixture of these different people yeah. how they approach this music. So that's the beauty of metal. It's very diverse. But yeah. I miss bands that have this. I don't know how you say it, like in your face attitude like there was this probably you know Dustbolt from from I know them <laughs> yeah. I heard so, about them yeah. I guess they're so, aren't they from this Bavaria? is a band I highly support for just for how they treat the, the term metal and have something important to say and be open wide and like, like I wish them the world domination and I hope they get it one day so will be a long ride yeah. <laughs> never mind yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm also up for world domination yeah, world domination is a cool for, thing. For you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> for you. No, 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 yeah. for Bart. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to take some world domination. I'll give you some. Later. Like Binky and Brain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Valerie. Um, let's 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 keep going. <clears throat> yeah. What's your number four? My number do you, four. Do you have a special category as well? A special yes. Valerie category. This one is, of course, Valerie likes it. <laughs> no surprise at all. It's um, the band Shinma Magnar from the Netherlands it's metal death I'm a metal death kind of person uh, the album is called Transcience and um, it's two people two guys playing doing everything so there is one who is more into the music he plays the guitars the bass the drum the synth and there is the other um, musician who is uh, the singer he also writes the lyrics so they're doing like atmospheric, melodic, black and death. It's right. It really hit my sweet spot. <laughs> so favorite song of the album is um, As All Must Come to Pass. It's a very long album, 72 minutes, eight songs, three instrumentals. Wow. And it's, uh, they were signed with uh, Napalm record this year for this album. They're great. They're... Typical Valerie's music. Nice. Nice. Typical Valerie's They're from music. the Netherlands. <laughs> where yeah. the, where they from? Ah. They're from uh, Limburg. From Limburg. Yeah. Netherlands. Mm. Sounds like hipster metal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
No, that is the... Maybe I like heftier metal. I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know. I like is, is there a guitar player? So is the singer playing guitar or is there no... no so, okay. They How do they do perform live? How does that sound? They, I, I, don't, I don't think they, they perform live. Oh, nice. Because they're just two of them. Yeah. But Man. you can perform live with two You can people. perform live. What a system. Yeah, you can perform I'm live. Manta. Manta, I yeah. just wanted to mention that name. High five. Yeah. <laughs> why, Manta, Wiser's uh, Death from Above 1979. There yeah. are many bands who can perform. Yeah. White, White Stripes. Talbot. White Stripes. White Stripes. Yeah. Sorry. But they would have to hire tour musicians. No. There was a band from Munich who's two guys and they're Oh, yeah, Scoff. Scoff. No, but there's Danke Shots, another one. And you maybe remember... Erdem and when there were two guys Erdem so. oh yeah Tannertil yeah yeah, my old band Bef <laughs> but, but, but I know I mean before you were joining yeah, yeah. them they were like two guys so this but is they possible but they played back the bass yeah live. I know live yeah that's uh, what you have to do yeah, yeah. You, you you have to play you some music yeah, in the you background have to, to, to edit yeah, yeah you works. can't play everything live yeah. if you're two I always you have had like the, five instruments yeah. I always had the idea to to go there as a full live band but the vocals come from you know somewhere else somewhere else and there is no vocalist so I I, I want to see how people will react because you want to sing to somebody but there is nobody there you just have the music and the vocals come from somewhere I was on a concert Battles you know Battles this is like the former helmet drummer plays the drums Uh, and two guys who are like bassist and guitarist and play keyboards and they have on the album because the singer quit on the first album and on the <laughs> first coming albums they had like several guest singers uh, but they have like screens and just project the singer for each song and it kind of works ah, fucking hell I thought uh, I had an original idea but <laughs> <laughs> there are no original Fuck. ideas there, there are no, no, no there are no, no original okay not, okay not, not anymore I am ashamed okay moving on mm. Thorsten Ah, yeah. Uh, my number four, uh, and as I'm working for a magazine called Metal Hammer, uh, I picked something that is pretty typical for Metal Hammer, and the thing is that we never thought that this record of these old people uh, would be coming out so good, and it's uh, Judas Priest and Firepower. Ooh. So, yeah. So I saw them live this year at the Sold Out Zenith, And to be honest, uh, I saw them live beforehand, and uh, I also listened to the older records. Um, we were all thinking that this was pretty the real heavy metal album of the year. So, wow, yeah. And the old folks, they really, they showed the younger folks how the how you can do this. So, this was pretty good. Didn't even realize they put out on a record. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Sorry, yeah. This is, this is why home. we're here. He's got to listen when I come home. I actually yeah. didn't hear it at all either. I mean, I knew there was a record, but I didn't. And I didn't hear it. So I think it also came out kind of as a surprise. Normally, a band like this size would like maybe announce this for years. Hey, we bring no, out it, a new. It wasn't a surprise. So we, we <laughs> it was planned pretty well. And uh, to be honest. It, a band called Drew's Priest putting out a record called Firepower with a burning <laughs> with a burning eagle on the cover so what more metal can you be is, is it a political album I think you got me wrong like I don't dislike every band who has no like I, I just dislike that Too many lost the, the the idea of that it can also mean something. Can that's, mean. That's There's other bands like uh, Alien Weaponry is a good example. Of, of yeah, they're pretty good too. Yeah. They're pretty young. How, how, how long was the hiatus of Judas Priest? How long? When was the last album before Firepower? 
Uh, I'm not Wikipedia, but uh, it was, it was around about, uh, let me think about it, a couple of years, like five, six years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, and we were thought it was bad, the new record, so we were like, oh no, please. <laughs> and then it was so good. Cool. Okay. Hi. Yeah, so um, speaking of albums uh, with part one and two, I picked uh, from a progressive band, more Randy's Playground, Between the Buried and Me, but I picked Automator 2 uh, because they put out like two records this year, uh, Automator 1 and 2, and Automator 1 was a bit annoying vocal-wise. Oh, yeah, ouch. Ouch, yeah, sorry. <laughs> right <laughs> in the field. I think you know a guy. But uh, Automator 2... <laughs> I think four tracks, and yeah. uh, I really, really love the first Half track. It's hour. like 12, 12 minutes in your face. You'll, if you put it on, you really kind of fall in love with that track. And uh, I don't, I don't even know the name of the track, Rennie. Do you know it? Uh, the, the long one. The long one, yeah. Um, the proverbial bellow. Uh, so yeah, so automated one and two are are technically two EPs that make up one album, I guess. I take only the two. I, 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 I don't. I don't know what to say about this because I'm gonna talk about it in a minute. I'm gonna talk about it in a minute. You see, I, I excluded them from my list because I knew you would yeah. have them. Oh, okay, so I was yeah, like, okay, I, cool, yeah, yeah, it well, can go. <laughs> Spo yeah, so, spoiler alert. So, so Randy, <laughs> <laughs> with my number two. <laughs> oh, number two. Huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Maybe you switch places. So, what's your number okay, four? What's my number four? What is my number four? Um. I think my number four is going to have to be a, a prog band from Italy called King Crow. So I, I did listen to this album this year. The Persistence, it's called. Yeah. Is it they, Royal Velcro for Kings, King Crow? <laughs> uh, no. Um, so they, I think this is their se uh, second or third album, I would say. And I had heard about them a lot because I'm big into the prog scene or big big into the prog music and um they kind of bypassed me for a couple of years i think we wanted to have them on a freaks tv show but it kind of never worked out and then they brought out this album and i ordered it from them directly before the label released it they i don't i guess they just jumped the gun and released it before the label did which i thought was kind of funny And I got it right before we went on vacation in August, and we were in France for three weeks, and I don't think I listened to another album the that, whole time. That means something. It, primarily because I couldn't find the new Alice in Chains, which had just come out, <laughs> and I didn't want to listen to it on Spotify. That's another story. But uh, So I listened to this album like every day, all day. It's That's great. Exactly. It's like still classic progressive concept and it has a guest uh, vocal from Daniel Gildenlow from Pain of Salvation one of my favorite bands yeah nice, nice. sounds nice you, you still listen to that every day since now you listen to it today no I've, I, I change it up now but every other day Bart it's my turn it's your turn um, yeah since you invited a guy who's playing in a technically a punk band so I have to include some of these bands as well um, probably nobody knows the band the human project it's a UK band uh, yeah again very political but like and I never listened to those bands that rub the political stuff in your face so like it's not that they're teaching you or preaching but the thing is the the music is like you can 
compare it to Ignite, but played very well and like they're uh, technically very very good. They sing with three voices, which they, which is tremendous live. Like like every note is there, and they can impress metal guys as well because they can play play a lot of licks and everything. And I'm actually happy to <laughs> have the possibility to show some people that punk rock is not just three chords, not anymore. Actually, it never was, but you know people still think that it's like cheap generic music. And this band is a good example how you can make catchy songs played well uh, with 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 strong message and they are very nice guys very down to earth like again like this is how musicians should be you know like no ego no nothing like like great guys great band so the new record is like a highlight to me for this year again no number here it's just one of those records i had to mention did you nice. guys play with them before yeah like two times three times maybe oh, we will okay. this year again Okay. So like I can highly recommend them. I try, I try to bring them to Munich twice. Didn't happen, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you will dig them as well. Yeah, cool. So, yeah. Let us know if they're in town. We'll so, go. Yeah, I will. I will. You'll probably be playing too then. I hope. Probably, yeah. And the entrance will be five bucks because otherwise nice. no one comes. <laughs> you're you're yeah. the biggest band in Munich, but never play here. Yeah, like one time in a year, probably. Yeah. That's enough, I think. Uh, well, there was a reason why we never play here. Touring South America, China, Japan. We just North been in America, too. Canada. We've been in Canada now. I know. Like, you uh, played in my hometown. Here. What's your hometown? Quebec City. Fucking hell, we've been there twice. You played in we my hometown <laughs> we've played the, day, twice. the day I left to come back to Munich. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I was like, It was like, uh, which, It was amazing. There was like 500 people or more, and there was like a big festival music for cancer. You probably know it. Yeah. And I, I wonder why it's called music for cancer because it's music against cancer, but I think it's the <laughs> point, the bad spelling maybe they have. I uh, think it's like it's to mean that the the money, f the money goes for the cause. Yeah, yeah, like, like it, it was a great festival. Everything was great about Quebec, and you were the the best speaking English person out of Quebec. <laughs> Because it you. was hard to understand them sometimes. <laughs> like, like we had a guy who was translating because it was like, eh, large, can we buy large? Yeah. But it was one of what's, the most large. Yeah. Oh, the t-shirt, t-shirt yeah, yeah, size large, on the merch. Large, large, large. 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 And uh, large. Quebec is one of the most, the, the whole area is, is, is perfect for musicians and artists and everybody. Like, it's like, when you come back home to Munich, then you really realize how shit this town is. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I hate Munich, but uh, I'm forced to live here. Never mind, Canada, great. We will be back next year. Uh, so, it warms like, my heart. Yeah, yeah great. That. you could be happy. Hey, is that there. official? Have you already announced that? Not yet. Oh, uh, well, uh, here but... Heard it here first. <laughs> we can cut that out if you need to. No, no, no cutting, no. sorry. <laughs> We no. don't let it. I didn't we're, we're say when. I didn't say when. Yeah, you didn't say when. Okay. Valerie's up. Yes. Uh, your number, you're up to number three now, I think. Yes, I am. Um, number three is a band from the UK, too. But I'm not really into, it's not really punk. Actually, it's the opposite. It's a doom metal. Prog doom. <laughs> this is how they describe their music. Progressive doom metal. Ooh. The band is called King Goat. And the album is called uh, Depth of Ions. Um, they had two albums so far with two EPs. Um, it really makes me think of early Candlemas, which I'm a big fan of. So very groovy music with fat riffs. Um, singers' vocals are amazing. They're very impeccable. And great, great band. I do recommend. 
Uh-huh. Awesome music. What's the progressive part of it? For, for you? No, that, that wasn't meant as a joke. That was a, a real question, a real a searching moment. <laughs> well, when I first I mean, listened to the album, I, I just thought, wow, it makes me think of Candlemas, early Candlemas. And then I, because like I didn't know the band before. Doom. Isn't Candlemas more like Doom? Yes. Yeah, I mean, but I read an interview with, um, I think, the singer, and he he described his old music as progressive doom, and then I listened to the album again. Okay. And I kind uh, of okay. picked some parts, but it's not the first thing that came into my mind, the progressive part. Yeah, of it. but it's doom that's maybe progressive, progressed from. For doom. Yeah, for doom. Okay. For doom metal, which yeah, is okay. not very progressive in general, so. Yeah, cool. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Awesome album. Torsten. I liked it. So I'm going on with... Uh, I'm uh, with my more major kind of list. Uh, something different now. It's a it's a band um, consisting of members of other bands. Uh, I guess everybody of you knows this band. It's called uh, the band is called Bloodbath. Oh yeah. Yes. And the album is called. I have to quote this because it's uh, the arrow of Satan is drawn, and. Um, it's a fun record for me. It makes a lot of... So if you listen to it, uh, it's great. So it moves you. Uh, it's great death metal. And Nick Holmes is doing... Nick Holmes, the singer of Paradise Lost singing there, is doing a great job after you stepped in. And you know that the guys of Opeth and Catatonia are also playing there. And uh, just uh, for the listeners, I have to quote some um, of the songs. Uh, the first song is a pretty nice song called Fleischmann. And, uh, <laughs> you, well, maybe you can translate that for the audience. Uh, Fleischmann. Fleischmann. It sounds uh, way cooler in English. Yeah, sorry. Fleischmann sounds like some, like, I don't know, like Butcher or something like this. So, And uh, then we have a, a track called Deader. So not dead, but Deader. Um, okay, then Warhead Ritual, uh, Only the Dead Survive, and um, Chainsaw Lullaby. <laughs> yeah, this is my pick number three, and um, I really enjoy this record, and I enjoy this band. Great pick, nice. Thank you, <laughs> Kai. Number three. Finally, we are getting really to the hipster black metal territory. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's uh, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Death Heaven, Ooh. and they put oh, out. I was expecting this right now. That's good. So, so uh, ordinary corrupt human love, I think, is a slap in the face for everybody who's bitching about Death Heaven all the time being not true black metal or whatever that means these days. Not putting out an album which sounds like '90s Norwegian black metal, but putting in like ballads and piano intro with squeaking vocals so uh, yeah it's it's a strange record it's a great development for a band who kind of never disappointed with any album is sometimes hard sometimes soft sometimes super poppy so you can tell when you listen to interviews or even if you look at the shirts the band members wear on stage they were like Portis head and Bell and Sebastian shirts so uh, <laughs> I think they're just open minded and they once said in an interview with our little Freaks TV channel that a band always is like a mixture of all the favorite bands of all the members so I think these guys listen to a lot of different stuff and that's great it's a great live band and uh, yeah nothing nothing must much to add I think they're even nominated for a Grammy for 
best musical performance for something. So what are the Grammys? Um, I guess so, yeah. Sorry, what are the Grammys? Just kidding. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a great pick. It dumbfounded. Uh, okay, okay. I, I I didn't get the joke, and uh, I don't know which Grammy, but uh, our listeners can look up all the Wikipedia stuff. As Torsten said, we are not Wikipedia. We have <laughs> we have no authority here. We are just picking our favorite albums. Dev Heaven number three. Yeah, Randy. They yeah, are. I think I think you are nominated that album too. for the Grammy. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. We we saw each other when you bought the album, and oh, yeah. uh, I was telling you with open eyes and watery mouth how I liked the album. Yeah, I I I really like the album, but for to me, it's not something I can listen to like on a daily basis. It's a bit like watching the Deer Hunter. Like, it takes so much emotion <laughs> to like. Okay, so so every listener can now listen to the album of the other band, the Italian prog band, the Royal Velcro band. This is. This is what you listen every day. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Not the different. Yeah. I and mean, Death it's heaven is like your special occasion. Yeah. It's like. Uh, <laughs> and then when it's over, what, what it's occasion like, would that be? I'm in a Grammys kind of mood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so continuing on the hipster black metal <laughs> direction, my number three is Zeal and Ardor's ah, nice. Stranger Fruit. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was a huge fan of the first album, or the, yeah, if you call it an album, the shorter album. And this one to me is like a completed, it's like what he did on the first record in a mature, like complete album kind of way. And uh, I come from South Carolina originally, so I, and my mom is a gospel piano player. So like these themes that he uses in the songs kind of grew up on these like sort of hymnals as we called them and um and the fact that he mixes this african-american slave music with black metal under the pretext of what if the slaves had discovered satan instead of god that's the and and had more of a revolutionary um yeah musical thought that was the idea behind it which is crazy i would never touch that material myself <laughs> um but i love it i love it that this i listen to a lot you, you want to tell a story when you met him this year um what I, did, what I, did he say? i didn't want to nerd out like that but but he said something well he was at he was he was at my show actually <laughs> yeah yeah you're right he was at our, our show um and fivac and Yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked. Maybe we keep it a secret what he said. Maybe we're not in the liberty to say, but maybe he underestimates the importance of Zeal and Ardor because I think they're now on a tour in America with... Uh, I, I don't Whatever. know. It's a, it's a great, it's a great lineup. By accident, I was on the same show that uh, yeah. Randy played, and uh, I met... How did, how did that happen, Torsten? Funny thing happened. <laughs> I met the guys outside, and to be honest, I didn't recognize him in, him in the first place. And I oh. thought... How? Well, yeah, how? How? <laughs> I didn't th because I, th I knew they were playing tomorrow, but why are they here today? And I was like, well, you look like that guy on the poster. So, ah, it's you. Okay. The, he was pretty nice. So it was a nice talk to yeah. all of the, all of the uh, band members. So I was then on the concert the next day in the firework. No, ah, so sold out. I wasn't. I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> the most embarrassing part because I was like, I love your music so much. Cool. You coming tomorrow? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then also not Wikipedia but, but the, to my show. The, what the fans have to check out I think there is a great tour in North America 2019 like there I think Zealand Ardor yeah. Deaf Heaven yep. and 
One other great band. Yeah. One other great band. It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know, Elton John. Yeah. We'll see. But it's funny you talk about Pink. this band because today I listened to, um, you know, this like black slave black metal yeah. fusion comes from a f like a, f a, f a comment he received. Yeah, like Reddit or on the Chan, 4chan. 4, 4chan, yeah, something. Like and that. many people commented many kind of weird fusion, yeah. and he actually created music out of these comments. Mm. And there is an album with 35 very short songs of these weird mix. And ah, okay. I listened to it today. Oh, okay. And there is one, for example, is like surf R&B or um, there is a <laughs> body acceptance Nazi chip tune jazz. And you can listen to it. It's very interesting. What's the name again? I have to write it down. <laughs> What's the name again? Um, you can find it on Bandcamp. Yeah, he has a different... Artist name for that yes. stuff, yeah. And I think the name of the album is "A Night on 4chan Okay. <laughs> I found this this list on an interview gave in Polish. Mm. Okay. I okay. don't know how I, I I arrived there, but you, I did. You, you can read that. You, you can. I, I can actually read it. You can send me. I'm Polish, so. <laughs> I will send yeah. the link to you. Yeah. There's there's even a YouTube channel also doing mix-ups uh, of black metal and surf music. Uh, I have to. The, the viewers okay. can look it up. I mean, but there it makes are, sense from this playing there, there style. Are, yeah, there are there super a, super nice uh, surf covers from Burzum Records. Uh, it's there, it's funny. There was, I want to listen to there was a theory that when you take distortion away from metal, it sounds like surf music. I don't know if you ever heard it. And just some spring reverb. Yeah, because you had some some persons who did this. They they played metal classics without distortion. Everybody was like, "This sounds like surf music, actually." Yeah, change, change the beat a bit. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> moving on. That was that was uh, Zealand Art. Bart. Oh, that's my turn again. Okay. Your turn, number three. I have like, yeah. It's not number he, three. He's not using numbers. Yeah, it's I, number three. I'm not using anything actually. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's it's like it's hard to, to even mention what what's your favorite record from the year because it's not even over yet, and usually you need half a year till you like can look in the past. Well, and we, then we are like pretty reflect. late with our best of. Some really? best of start like in in fall or. Yeah, but how can you do it? Like, some records yeah. are not even out, yeah. so yeah. it's like usually I think you should you can't tell before March. April, May, maybe to you, what last year was. Do you have one post-it note for each album? No, it was like I just wrote down <laughs> some records because I mean you told me today, but uh, um, sorry, sorry so about the, that. So there thanks was, for coming. We there, got head out. Yeah, hello. <laughs> so there was one band that would ruin my whole reputation. I leave it for later. <laughs> um, but I wanted to be honest, you know, and then like because I hate it, like yeah, I cannot name that band because it's like. Oh. But what I really like was uh, it's not that band right now. It's uh, like a band called Subtype Zero. I don't know if anybody, probably nobody. No. Uh, it's like a, a small release that came out this year, and it's uh, it sounds like Slayer on death metal, but in a very effective way. The drummer is like a bit of power trip like, like 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 muddy punky drumming. Like not the best actually. Like. Actually, it's really horrible how he plays fast, <laughs> but he has this fucking power, and the singer so really sounds like Tom Araya, but like lower and more aggressive, and they have some amazing atmospheric parts in it, and like I really felt that I want to destroy my 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 flat do it while I was listening to it. So, this is the feeling I want to get from metal, and I have to mention that. 
Where I want to listen to all the albums you mentioned yeah, today, yeah, but yeah, you described yeah. them so well. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're good at describing, and then you will be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, where, it's where just from? punk. Where they're from? Uh, I think they're a US. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are US. I have to check them out. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link later. You, you like Power Trip? I love Power Trip, yeah. Like, uh, I think they have a great mis- mix of, of death metal, hardcore, and like... I don't know, punky vibe yeah, a bit. Like, to- totally it's, punk it's a attitude, unique yeah. sound. Yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of different people. You see guys with mohawks, you see the classic metal guys. Uh, like everything is just, everybody's having fun. And it's one of my favorite new bands because like, they're like, it's just like, thank you for this band, you know, like simple, good music. Good Never description. Yeah. Valerie, uh, I, think we're in, I think we're in number two land. Yes. Just before I, I talk about my number two, I would like to say I would like to keep your post-its for the archives because it seems to be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be like you can't read it. Can you read it? Even yeah. I cannot read That's why I'm, why I'm looking at it all the time. I don't know what I wrote. I used it. to study ancient, ancient documents. I, okay. I can read this. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay number two. Um, this category is my what the heck is this? <laughs> okay. What the heck? I, I didn't want to say a bad word. So I, I, I use what the heck instead of something, you know, inappropriate. Um, it's a band from the UK. Again, I kind of, Ooh. I'm into the UK this year. You are. So what the heck, UK? I wanted to make a silly UK joke. But you, Maybe you, we cut that out. It's not funny. <laughs> no, we <laughs> all want to keep this. The band is called uh, Slugge. And the oh, like Slugge. You're not the first person that said this to me in like two days. Slugge. Slug? How do you spell that? Yeah, but... S-L-U-G-D-G-E. Okay. Yeah, Dario mentioned this in our podcast yesterday. I heard it as well. The album is called Esoteric Metacology. was released in March. Um, It used to be a a duo, and they hired, I think this year for the new album, two other band members. Among them, the uh, Black Dahlia Murder drummer. He's now the drummer for uh, Slugge. And they've created this whole universe. It's kind of a concept band about this mollusk. So it's like this, this world is dominated by despotic slugs. Nice. And there is this fictional like, god, which is called <laughs> Molluska. And everything is about this universe. And the lyrics are despite being about mollusks and slugs, are just awesome. And very well written. And it's, they describe it as extreme metal, which I would agree with, because it's just a mix of death, black, prog, thrash, everything. It's what the heck is this, but it's an awesome album. I have to send you a record I, I, I heard yesterday for the first time. It's like Which is? jazz. I don't fucking know the name right now. Um, but, but it's it was a duo from the UK. Then oh. Valerie no. will like it. It, it, yes, it, it, it was check. It was very chaotic, <laughs> brock jazz metal with black and death in it. Like, like so one guy said, everybody else sounds like pop compared to this, and he was right. It's unlistenable. You will love it. Oh, I will uh, love it. Jute Jute Guide, maybe, or Jute Güte? No, because this is like the most unlistenable black metal thing I know. It's it's like Gorgat's Obscura, but ten times more, and with 
everything in and it's like it's actually unlistenable and like i totally dig it but it's like (laughs) let's make an extra post-it note for that one please yeah (laughs) i fucking don't know the name i just heard about him yesterday so i cannot include him but we'll we'll find out i need this in my life yeah i will send you i need chaos so yesterday chaos (laughs) yesterday we recorded the end of the year podcast for the the prog cast our our (laughs) prog series and dario mentioned them as one of his top Albums of the year. This gentleman well. has a great taste. He does. Okay, cool. That was my number good one, two. Good one. I mean, my number two and my number one are kind of equal, <coughs> but I had to pick. Uh, yeah, I have a similar situation. Yeah, awesome album. Torsten. I have these situations every month <laughs> to choose <laughs> to pick. Uh, <laughs> the next record, my number two. Uh, I hated this record in the first place, then I loved it again, then I hated it again, and it goes on and on and on. It's, uh, we made jokes about it uh, when we were, were chatting, we were texting on WhatsApp. Uh, it's, uh, it's a ghost prequel. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, we will is, cut that out. Yeah, this, it's, it's, so, it's so bad, this record. Uh, the songs are so cheap. Um, the concept he's going for now is so obvious and uh, it's so American and <coughs> on the other hand side the record the songs are so great that so uh, you're getting into them so from the first second you listen to them and um, I love the concept that he's following so um, it's my number two so Ghost Prequel I was a fan from the beginning so and uh, the development it takes it's a bit strange mm. but the new fans and he gathered a lot of them uh, really like this band now and support it and I'm as an old fan still support it so I like this band still and I like this record and this is why I pick it as my number two so Chris Crash who cannot be here I think would love your choice here he I think is a big big ghost fan it, it wasn't his number one. It wasn't his number one. I know that his number one uh, is. Uh, well, we will later in the comments. Yeah, well, no, no, well, no well, it's, it's a hard decision to be honest. So because as good as the record is, as bad it is, is it too. So and, uh, I guess wow. it's 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 to be honest, it's not made for European audience. It's made for American audience because it's a theater, a theatrical role play that he's offering, and uh, this is nothing that the Europeans really are into it being the one american in the room i can speak against that <laughs> i'm not a ghost fan yeah but uh, but maybe i understand what you mean are they bigger in the u.s than they are they, in europe they're huge so they're i mean i know they're, they're big grammy everywhere. nominated to the second or the third time or something like that also i guess they won also grammy, grammy again what, what can i say we like to go to church you know it's like an American. You, can can you enlighten Church. us about the whole legal process that there is going on about Ghost? I, I only read My, the, the headlines. Yeah, the headlines. The thing is that. Uh, um, let me try to explain it. So he started the band as his vision after he was really disappointed with the other bands he did. So because he never had that success that he's having, he wanted. He he just made something like forget about it, I just do something, even the people like it or they don't, so. And uh, it was his idea to put up this band, and he had past members who wrote songs for him and with him and friends. And um, you never knew how these, how the, who, the, who these ghouls were, so. Yeah. 
songwriters, whatever, whatever, whatever. And now that this um, band has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, old members claim that they wrote the songs and they want money because they see that there is money involved and they want the money. Um, nobody knows really, I guess even he doesn't, who is really right. So, so Because they were wearing this is, masks. This, yeah, during every day. And this, is, the, why they're, the this is why they're fighting a legal battle before yeah. court. So mm -hmm. That's, that's the, the thing. But remaining it's, anonymous. And, and, yeah, and the thing is now nowadays, um, in my opinion, it's more his band than ever before. It's only him. And that's that's it. And yeah. he also took off the mask, so I think yeah. there was also a big change, wasn't it? Literally. Yeah, definitely. So um, <laughs> I see what you did. Yep. I guess he didn't want to sweat on stage that much more. <laughs> 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 it's like Slipknot. They also changed their mask into something like uh, less sweaty, air, con <laughs> air conditioned kind of mask, whatever you call this. So bodysuit. Yeah. Uh, so um, and I guess that's. I'm, I cannot tell any details because I don't know them, but that's my opinion about that fight going on. And in between me and you and all the listeners, <laughs> uh, come on, give the give the old guys the yeah. money that they uh, that they deserve. So and that's it. And it's what I read about is something like they're fighting about a hundred thousand euros in the ghost oh. empire. I guess that's not that much. Okay. Any, anybody else want to throw a comment in on, on Ghost? Please do. There was a Polish death metal band called Ghost. Exactly. I always call them the original Ghost. But they, they want their money too for the name. <laughs> and I don't know. There's like another band 94. called Ghost without the H. So. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but that's the only thing I can tell about Ghost. <laughs> Valerie? Why are you looking at me? Because uh, I try to be low profile and not to talk on so stuff. Nobody, <laughs> nobody likes to be on the podcast. Well, <laughs> I saw I saw them twice. Ghost yeah. the first time as um, the main act of the light of the, the concert, and the second time as the first part of Iron Maiden during the Book of Souls tour. And I I enjoyed both concerts. I just I don't hate them. I just don't get the hype. Yeah. Because I me don't. Too. I I kind of don't. Because I enjoyed it both nights. I enjoyed both concerts. It was a great time. And I see the guys put a lot of works and efforts into their their performance. I just don't understand why everyone is so crazy about this band. Because I their music is catchy, it's a bit poppy. I but I don't see the, why it's so big Be because it's, it's, it. it's like you buy it's like you buy a ticket for uh, the Lion King you go there and it's family entertainment I guess that's what the people like about it I think also I mean yeah. maybe I'm speaking just not of, part of their target speaking audience. of the American audience I mean if you have like if you have a concept and maybe the concept is stupid but maybe you can compare Ghost and Rammstein at some point not musically but if you say you entertainment wise entertainment yeah. concept roles <laughs> stage Saturn kind of thing so against the church something and making fun of the church and stuff so this is what it really so this is what really works in America yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I have to keep that in mind. Next time uh, I'm at the TSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bring it up there. Yeah, good. Okay, moving on. Cool. So um, this this m might have been my my number one, but 
I will tell later why this is number two, but this is, I think this is also progressive doom, Ooh. but it's also something else. It has piano parts. It has auto tune. It's also super heavy. I waited very, very long for that album and I was not disappointed. It's um, the new record by Ancestors, mm -hmm. uh, Suspended in Reflection, six super long tracks. They It's their third album. And this is jazzy, proggy, slow, doom metal with sometimes clean, sometimes harsh vocals. So it's a ride. It's it's a perfect album from front to end. You can, it's especially the album type, you can listen it from front to end. It's great. Uh, yeah, don't, don't have much to add. I always thought that Randy would like it. I mentioned to him several times. In the end, we've confused the names. Yeah. And in the end, he got the name right. And then he didn't like the album. So I'm... Yeah, because I, I, thought, I thought you meant it was like a new album from Ancients, which I was a big fan of Ancients. And somehow, you know, like Ancestors, like Ancients has a new record again this year. And then I heard it and it was like super slow. And I was like, what the hell happened there? I mean, they were used to be like heavy and stuff. So I, I think that was the problem was that I went into it with the wrong glasses on or the wrong ear earphones. I don't know. Um, but I, I've listened to it since. I, I, I feel you. You, you, have a, you have a taste. I'm starting to understand it. What does it mean? I'll leave it there for the imagination. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, cool. I think Ansys is a band who's totally... Who, Things out of the box, artwork-wise, or using stuff like I mean, who would touch autotune uh, in the world outside rap and trap music? So these days, mm. who, who mm. would do it? Who Cynic did it? Cynic? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but in a very unique way. Coder way, but it's more of a coder. Yeah. yeah, but this but was in they like were one of the first bands. Robot oh, voice nice. outside of. Oh, pop music. I, I was thinking, especially these days, when you're like listening to to hip hop, everything is like uh, yeah, or, it's uh, horrible. <laughs> everything is like auto tune, and this is it's very strange. I mean, ancestors more use it in like an '80s way, like a, a pre chair way. Share, ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, share, I right. think share, share. This was the big. Yeah, was do the you believe in hit. love? Where they used the auto tune really as. To like distort as the vocals, effect, even, yeah. as an effect. Yeah. Okay. Before we think about chair and autotune, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Benny, podcast. Benny, do you have? Do you even have a number two this year? Um, I do have a number two, and I think it was your number three. It was the Between the Buried and Me Automata mm -hmm. Part One and Two. I joined. I, I just could decide their one album. Um, and since you already talked about it, and we already like progged out all over it before. Did somebody prog in here? I progged all over it in the in the progcast as well. If you want to hear how deep it goes, you can go check that out. Um, but I have a question for you guys. What is what's what's up with Sumerian Records and the like two part album thing? So why did Between the Buried and Me release? He said it. He said it already. People don't listen to a whole record anymore. It's like people are after six songs or five songs they. Switch it off. People usually. listen to single songs these days yeah, because like, of streaming. Yeah. They don't care probably, yeah. or they don't even know it. They, they, exactly. they don't know it. But this is yeah. why bands uh, more and more put out single songs yeah. just without doing any promotion yeah. about it. Just they put it just out. Sometimes But not even do you physically. Like it? Do you like this approach? No, I don't. I, I don't personally. It's sorry. You, I like you first. I like albums to be yeah. honest. So me, me. I like the full thing. Oh yeah, I want to have a package. And even if it's too much, but I want to have the 
the package I paid for. Like for example, you pay 80 bucks, I want to have it physically with a booklet with, with lyrics or like pictures or whatever. I want to see that they put some effort in it. And when some bands are like, here's my five songs, thank you. It's like, sorry, I had to do it to like show you how this feels, you know, like but just, now we just get throw it in. Bart threw his yeah. post-its oh, across wow. the room. Bart threw his post-its and... And um, you can't read it. Uh, wow. So the post-its have changed hands. King Crimson. Who's got the upper hand now? Okay. Randy, do you think it should have been one album? I mean, I listen to it as one album. So, I mean, I have both and I just... Okay, if like I get to the destination and I take a break... But when I come back, I, I crank up the second one. I mean, to me, it's just like the second half. And I mean, as a prog band, you know, prog fans are used to albums. And, and that are long. Prog, <laughs> and prog fans complain, and, and I'll bring this up later, they complain when, a, when one of their favorite bands releases an album that's too short. Yeah, but uh, Leprous, Tesseract, who did the, like, five-song album this year? Last year, um, a couple, a couple of people. A couple, a, a yeah. couple of I mean, Tesseract's album was 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 not super long, but, but, and okay, another band which I'm going to bring up in a, ah, a little bit. Mm, so let's say, mm, let's say that. Mm, mm, mm. But how do you guys listen to like super long albums? If you have like an 80 minute album, do you like, and I, you have to go to pee or I press play and I let it go. Yeah, but I do? mean, do you sit down for 80 minutes? Yes, depends on the mm, music. I I mean, I mostly listen to records like on the go and then I have to stop at some point and come back like two hours later or so when I'm on the subway again. So it's sometimes hard to tell which where where I stopped. So sometimes. No, I, don't. I, usually, I listen to it after kids go, went to sleep yeah. on headphones. Yeah. So and then normally in a row. I do the same. Like, like the, the thing is what I'm what I'm started to do is because some records are, are, are not great from start to finish so uh, when I put it in my phone or like whatever oh you steal from the end I, I, I'm, I steal some of I, I t take away some of the songs and sometimes it's just a good EP oh. that's left of the uh, record and I listen only to this then like but in a row but my own version of the record when I'm not so satisfied your fully. own track listing or no 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 I'm, I'm just deleting the tracks that it's not good and it happens quite often I have to be honest like uh, it, it takes a while to me to, that I can say this record is 10 out of 10 stars and I like every song on it because technically there was every every album I have like a one or two skippers to me so but I come home uh, I want to I don't know drink some, smoke something and put on the headphones to not annoy the neighbors and take my time an hour or two to listen to those records and for the first time I'll always I, I always listen to the whole thing mm. and then like get myself an impression but I like albums yeah I like mm. albums even on my way to work I listen to an album I don't I don't put shuffle or random I don't like yeah. this yeah I mean shuffle or random we, we, we like, don't talk shuffle and random but people listen no, to shuffle not. people only, love shuffle only when I listen to auto-tune rap I listen to single <laughs> songs yeah yeah and even then you don't like it probably <laughs> Okay. No, maybe. <laughs> Just uh, one more question sometimes. before yeah. before we move on. Do does anybody think that this? I mean, ha, has any? Do you think this is more expensive for the label? Because yes. So I've seen Sumerian do that also with Peripheries, not the last album, but the one before that was also two parts. So it came out as two separate albums that they eventually sold as just one, but initially it was like in two parts. Oh, you mean this thing? Okay, yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, good is it more expensive to release two different packages? 
at two different times, I would be worried that the first album would get all the no, but critic, did they, but did they, and the you, second one wouldn't. You have, there's the chance that you might you can make some more money out of it if you release a sequel of different EPs. Because if the people like the first one, they're definitely going to buy the second one. Yeah. So I guess that's also reason behind it. Yeah. Not only the artistic kind of thing, but yeah. also a label kind of decision. I bet it worked with Between the Barry and Me. And maybe even the <laughs> other way around. Me, yeah. Maybe even if the first one is not so good, people want to try out the second one. And I'm the living exactly. proof because yeah, I yeah. like Automata <laughs> too. Yeah. See that's what the kids do these days. Yeah. They brought it both out in this year. Yeah, yeah so I'm like pretty half, sure. Half a year so distance, I'm, I'm pretty sure they recorded the whole thing in once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had only one advertising company. So technically, probably they 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 split the promotion, which you have for a couple of months. And they said, okay, let's pay this guy in in once. You know, split it and make two out of one. So you have the cost only one time, but maybe twice the income so in this oh, case it makes sense music business insights here which no, no, uh, the fans are not aware of logical I mean, I'm, thinking I'm, yeah like, I'm, I'm not aware when of they recorded it in uh, like uh, I just listened to it today and they both sound recorded pretty much the same yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, question so. did you know when the first part came out that there will be a second part yeah. it said part one yeah it's yeah, a part, I mean, one. So a part one. Yeah, sometimes there's a part one, but there's never a second part. No, so. and it was like this is actually like Loaded Weapon one. Yeah. You remember the movie? It's like yeah. a, a spoof. It's Loaded Weapon I think one. It was like February or March was the first <laughs> okay. one, and the second one was in July. So okay. it was like within six months. First blood. There was no second blood. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Good one. Okay, so moving on. Um, your number two. Oh shit! It's drum me. roll. Yeah, no, what? it's not oh, a number two. One more number two. Like, oh, shit. I have no number two. We, like, like we I, just, uh, I had a tough choice. Let's make it the last one on on my list. Okay, it's not number two, but this is the one the, that the will, best one on your list. No, it will ruin my whole reputation. I had like I wanted first. Which I wanted reputation? to. Yeah, I, ha I have none. But <laughs> Come on. in first moment, I wanted to choose the new Turnstile records uh, um, for the simplicity and everything. Or hit the switch was like a close one, and I even dig the new Behemoth record way more than the one before, which was to force me, but. I really fought this over, and I'm I'm sorry, but and I usually I I want to hate that band because they are so stupid. It's seriously. <laughs> we uh, talked about ghosts already. It's over. Yeah, but not. I mean, oh, they oh. are that stupid no, that no, they approach to you when you're 60, maybe. And it's a band called A Rise of the North Star. I don't know if anybody yeah. heard of them, and they make this kind of biohazard 90s rap metal crossover which is like long gone samurai spirit yeah yeah first and i listened to it and first of all technically they are a good band you hear they were tight musicians they can play slayer kind of fast riffing with metal solos in it which is the special part and i was thinking if i would be 16 i would jump around in my room all the time and screaming like boom boom and whatever the fucking simple lyrics are and it's it's probably the opposite of every other record we just talked about today it's so generic and so cheap approach but what done so well that like i can't escape but listening to it like the last year was the body count record mm, yeah, i didn't thought that i would it would be probably my one of my favorite records it's last in my year. top 10 yeah. and it was simple but effective and well played yeah. and that's what i love and this record was like i had the same feeling i was i was i caught myself listening like 
this is great. I want to hate it and it's stupid and they sing about samurai and I don't know, like we're in the lyric thing again. But I'm sorry, it's like amazing. So they were in the list. Yeah, I gotta I'm, check it out. I, I, I hate myself. Like I, I send you like, I don't know if you will like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably rude. Everything I said before. This is funny because that your your review of that was very similar to your review of of Ghost Torsen that you. Mm. Yeah, I think. But he swore when he said you said the something like the new Biohazard. Did you say? Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. yeah Biohazard, suicidal, like those bands. Yeah, you but know? with a, with a kind of like comic art, martial yes. arts yeah. kind of thing. So they have a good way of advertising themselves. It looks like a brand. Mm. Like you you recognize this band. They have a strong follow following and. They are around for a couple of years now, so you can see they are like, they they love what they do. It seems because like I saw some live gigs, like not not in real, but like on YouTube, and they deliver. So even if you don't like, you have to respect a band that like is well in what they do, and I think they are great in what they do. Obviously, like like in an objective way. Well, yeah. and okay. they're totally different to this kind of style, and they're from France, yeah. Yeah, they're from France, yeah. Like, yeah, but yeah. they are famous in Japan and singing exactly. English. It's like, but what the France. hell? <laughs> and like, they're making American music, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice pick. It's even funny because when we talked about the show earlier and uh, <laughs> I wanted to pick one song for everybody that we could listen to, yeah. you even told me a different record as your number one. Yeah, it, it was not number, that was not my number this one. Was num this was still his number two. He's oh, the and it's yeah. not even, we have to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's not even a number two. <laughs> it's just on your list. It's just on my list. It's just <laughs> on his post-it notes. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere here. Yeah, cool. I want to check that one out later. Number one is coming now. Num number like, one is coming now. No. Valerie. Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. T take us there. I'm born ready. Um, favorite album of the year? It's a band I discovered this year when I was uh, diving into the depth of Bandcamp. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I love doing this. This Favorite is a fun hobby. journey. Yes, I'm still in there. It's a band from Germany called uh, from uh, Erfurt in Thuringen. Um, album was, was released in November. The band is called Décembre Noir, which is French. It says Black December. Okay, thank you for this. Uh -huh. Uh, the album is called Autumn Kings, and uh, we're gonna hear. Let's some, hear a little bit. A little. Of the, They're not song. from the UK. They're not from the UK. Duo. Not even. What is your thing with UK? That's kind of my. I don't get theme. the inside joke. So yeah, that, this reminds me of something. But there's a song called uh, "The Weeping Sunrise." Um, it's kind of a doom death so sound. I think um, in an interview, the one of the band members says the, he defines his music as melancholic death. He doesn't want to have this mellow death label. Uh -huh. Doom death. It's melodic. We can totally hear that. Um, I don't know exactly what I should say about them. The album is great. I love. You said earlier, every album has some skippers. 
To me, this yeah. album has none. I didn't say every. I said <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot. Well, to me, this album has no skippers. I was actually very hard picked to choose just one song. Um, very Polish kind of album. I feel everything makes sense on this album. Very good riffs. Awesome vocals. They really worked every little details. In one of the songs called Hymn of Sorrow, they used this poem from um, Dylan Thomas. He is a Welsh poet. Mm-hmm. He wrote the, the text called Do Not Go Gentle, Do That Good Night. That was famous because of the movie Interstellar. Yeah. So they use this poem and they read it. They read some sentences on the music. It all makes sense. It's such a great album. It's, it gives me the chills every time. And I've listened to it a lot since it came out. I can only recommend. Plus, they're from Germany, you know, they're kind of our local bands. Have you seen them live already? No, I've never seen them live. Oh. But they're coming to Munich. They're coming to Munich? For the... Um, The Dark Easter meeting. Oh, yeah. oh, the Dark Easter metal meeting. Yes, and they're also going to play at the Bavarian Battle, the festival. Oh, yeah. In, the uh, summer version or whatever. The summer version in the uh, beginning of June. So they're going to come around. I'll be there. And I'm very going to be very happy about this. Love this band. Yeah, cool. That's my pick of the Sounds year. Sounds interesting, yeah. That's oh, all yeah. I can say. Yeah. Shouldn't they call me the Winter Kings if the song is December Noir? <laughs> Or the Or is it, is it called the Summer Kings? <coughs> I just see it here. It's the artist's decision. <laughs> Thank you for the... Actually, I like, I like that they're called Injection. Summer Kings and the album is December, you know, something that's like, makes sense to me. Something for every season, guys. Oh, yeah. But the album opens with the sound of the rain. So, you know, rain, autumn. Mm. Like Opeth's like Opeth. My Arms, Your Hearse. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is great opening. The, the, singer <laughs> Rain. So, the singer sounds like Johan Heck from Amon Amarth. Actually, ah, this band yeah. makes me think a little bit of Bellacore. Yeah. with Dragon Metal Death. Yeah. Did you But just say Dragon Metal Death? Australian. But I also heard Dragon Metal Death. What, what dragon? That dra- would be Johan Heck from, from Amon Amarth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so That's my pick of the year. All right. There we go. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Valerie. You're very welcome. That was actually a struggle. I would say you're welcome, but you're not welcome because it was difficult to pick all of these albums and to pick this one and that song. Mm. That was no fun. That was painful. <laughs> well, you have you have a year now until you have to do it again, so... Yeah, I'm gonna. Or are we doing semi-finals? Are we doing something in the summer? Midterms? Midterms. Do a midterm election? Midterm album election. Or monthly? We could do this monthly. <laughs> monthly roundup. I, I see your cool. eyes glazing I, I over. I could. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you all live in Munich. That's an excuse. Okay, moving on. Torsten, what's your number one, bud? <sighs> My number one. Uh, I'm pretty lucky that this record came out. It came out of nothing for me. Uh, it came out 10 years after he did the first record, the, the one and only first record he did. Um, it's... Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway, the guitarist of System of a Down, with his solo project. And solo project this time really means that he composed, wrote, and played everything himself. And it's a, it's a killer of a record. 
the better Sysnova down record, to be honest. Whoa, okay. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a tall I order. I guess we'll listen to a bit part of it. Let's hear a little bit. So, listen to Dictator. You sent me three songs. Yeah, I sent you three songs. This is the title song. Wasn't expecting that. This part doesn't it doesn't say anything. System of a down. Interesting. If it talks to me like a little bit. This part. Yeah, totally. St- st- with the you recognize that he's playing in System yeah. of a Down. So when you listen to this record and everybody's allowed to speak anytime. Oh, yeah. so even me. Yeah. Even, oh, that's nice. You. Thank you. <laughs> Especially you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the thing with this record, it's for me as the chief editor of Metal Hammer, it's not a typical metal record. So, and uh, the readers know that I'm a metal guy and I love all kind of style. But I picked this one as the first one ten years ago was, ago was so great, and the new one for me it was a surprise. It was on Spotify suddenly so we knew we didn't know that this came out and it just came out so we put it in the magazine because we it was only for streaming in the beginning and then it was on cd and vinyl and uh, there was no promotion about it he did no interviews uh, no marketing nothing it was just there and it's a totally unique record made by himself um, the artwork design which shows uh I guess it should be a dictator uh, holding up his arm was done by his father and um, he uh, gave money that he made with this uh, with this uh, record to the Armenian to the Armenian I don't know after war crowdfunding kind of style thing so he's he gave this money to that and um, the interesting thing about dictator the the title and the title track is that uh, you can choose if he's singing about his uh, old Armenian history or if he's singing about his uh, second band that he's playing in so because uh, as some people know that uh, Sisno Down is a bit of I don't know struggling inner fights whatever so uh, the fans don't know if he's singing about his comrades and Sisno Down so and um <laughs> The record offers everything that you need. So it's fresh, it's political, it has something to say, and it it combines styles like oriental kind of music, hard music, uh, system of downish riffs, and uh, I guess there are ideas on this record that he really wanted to put into system of down, but uh, he wasn't allowed to, to be honest. And uh, this is why this makes this record the better system of down record for me. Um, and my personal approach to this one is that System of Down are a bit like the a bit like the Dead Kennedys, and this guy Daryl Malakian, he's singing like Yellow Biafra. So this is for me the new Yellow Biafra, the new Dead Kennedys. So his approach, his kind of singing, his style, his um, rebellious kind of thinking 
uh, even like he's mar doing marketing on this record is nothing that has uh, to do with other um, marketing ideas 2018 let's uh, make the most of out of one record and let's sell it uh, as much as we can he doesn't care about that maybe he hasn't maybe he has enough money i guess so but uh, he gives a shit about that and that's what it makes even what makes this even greater so and um, um, some of the songs i have to admit sound a bit the same so it's not they're not real skippers and in the end there is uh, there are two two cover versions uh, the one i can't pronounce so i can tell you and the other one is um, a skinny puppy cover version from simulate maybe some of the guys you know it it's an old i guess it's an 80s wave goth classic so industrial kind of thing so and he picked this up and he did a really great version out of it check this record out cool. <laughs> as he's doing no promotion for it i do <laughs> yeah. that's cool yeah okay everybody was looking at at bart yeah uh, because <laughs> so, of yeah because I, I said that in the beginning yeah but but you're right i mean like this is like even if you don't like you have to respect that guy for doing something important you know like it's not just a, a song about shaking your booty or whatever it's like <laughs> it will stay you know somebody like can everybody probably can can take exceptions of of that lyrics and identify with any parts of it but yeah, yeah but like, most mm. of the time it's just a cheap version of the band you're coming from yeah so and, and he, what he did what he did is that he's doing a better version of the band he's coming from yeah. <laughs> I would, it, I would give it a listen. It. Yeah, I would give it a listen. Try it. I, I didn't even know that he's <laughs> he, he pulled out the records. Nobody does. Yeah, <laughs> sure, do. some, yeah do. some people do, but you do. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. pick. Okay, thanks, Kai. Cool, you're so, up. Yeah, let's. Uh, so my number one. In the end, it was very easy for me to choose. Uh, it's a, a small little artist from Belgium called Barst. The uh, record is called The Endeavor, and I just, uh, I mean, when you sit down and you make lists, oh, which album impressed you the most, and then you kind of sometimes have to take a step back, and then I realized, okay, this really is the album because I was listening to it all the time. Mm -hmm. I am a big fan of this guy. Uh, we're playing something in the background. It's Duroni ambient shoegaze stuff with like harsh vocals and um, yeah I think it's the kind of music maybe everybody knows sometimes you put something on and you connect to it directly and um, I read some interviews with him so he was in very very many Belgian bands and was never satisfied so it took him years to make his own project go on and he's releasing only on Bandcamp, he has no merch, uh, I think maybe not a big label, he's only playing sometimes shows with other musicians in Belgium, so I've never seen him live, maybe he will come to music, Munich one day, uh, we'll see, who knows. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great album and funnily I picked this like super last minute last week and uh, this week it popped up on another, uh, on another top 10, so... Uh, Maybe he is on the radar of other magazines and other shows. And what's also maybe interesting is uh, 
Belgium because uh, many of the bands who are like from the last years come from Belgium, like Vigetot. I don't know how to spell the name, Thorsten. Vige I would say Vigetot. Vigetot. Vigetot and Very good. Uh, Oathbreaker too. So oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. all of these bands have like an approach to extreme metal, but also with other stuff in it. Maybe Vigetot is the most like popular Oathbreaker. Maybe Definitely. I don't know. Very special and. Yeah, so maybe Belgium's going to be the new hotspot. Who knows? I didn't even knew Oathbreaker's Belgium. But is is he just a solo artist, just him alone, or so he's or is he coming from a collective or something? Uh, there is some kind of collective. It's not so easy to find information. I think if you I would see. dig deeper on the internet, you would find more. But this is his own stuff. But he has guest musicians on his tracks. And um, ah, here he is. He's now here. Is some vocals. Uh, there are sometimes female vocals, so he, there is some kind of col collective going on, definitely. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you, you also had a fanboy moment with him. Do you want to share that? Yeah, I, I had yesterday <laughs> had a fanboy How moment you know because, <laughs> because I was notified that like all his like EPs uh, and singles had like a 10% drop on Bandcamp when you buy them all. So I bought them, and uh, then I thought, ah, let's let's buy a shirt too. Um, and I couldn't find any merch. And later that day, he wrote me on Bandcamp and said, hey, I saw that you support me. Thank you very much. Please just tell me your T-shirt size and your address, and I will send you a shirt. So that was that was nice. And I also introduced myself that we do this little Freaks TV thing here. So And I personally would love to do something if he would come to Munich. Or maybe we go to Belgium one day and visit Feature all these bands. bands yeah. And there are also festivals happening in Belgium. I think the Desert Fest, and I think there's also a post-rock festival in Belgium happening. It sounds like he could play Roadburn in the Netherlands, so. Totally, yeah. So you should go to Roadburn and you would have a lot of he, stuff he to plays. do there. Yeah. <laughs> so for the series, we'll just find a, a sponsor and then we'll get Metal Hammer in as our media partner. <laughs> you can you can sleep in my apartment at Roadburn with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> cool, okay, let's figure this out. Yeah, so Barst the Endeavor, nice. a concept album about the god uh, Ra from Egypt, I mm, think. Ra. Uh, but yeah, check check out all his works. Great if you like into droney ambient stuff. Nice. So Ra Randy, surprise us. Uh, so anybody who's also listening to the Freaks TV Progcast, where me and Dario from the Prog Space nerd out about prog music, already knows my top pick because it was also Dario's top pick. Weird. Ghost. And that is um, Haken of with course. their new album Vector. So I've been on the drop some names here. I've been on the, the Haken bandwagon for a little while and I was actually first introduced to them from Jordan Rudis. Um, we were filming with him and talking about prog bands and he said, hey, do you know this band Haken and their album The Mountain? Haken like bacon? And uh, Haken like bacon. And uh, I had heard of them but I <clears throat> have never listened to them and um, I listened to it and he was right. It, was, it blew me away. Concept album. It was like great album from them and they've re released solid albums since then. Um, their last album, Affinity, was also in my top five. And with this one, 
Yeah, for me it was just next level. Yeah, play it, play a little bit. So we are listening to Puzzle Box from the album Vector from Aiken. Bart, do you know them? Uh, can you tell me how I, how I spell it? How I write it? Haken. Haken. Wie der Kleider Haken. No, no, I don't know that. Okay, so, but yeah. I will. Obviously, there's some Dream Theater sound yeah. in there, which for me is a, a big part of Between this. the Bird and Me had between some between and, and Dream Theater they tour, stuff They tour together, well, yeah, yeah so. they tour together. So, I mean, and, yeah. I mean, and they're connected with Dream Theater. I mean, it's like this, so this is kind of my favorite culmination this of, sounds of like music sounds the, yeah the vocal lines oh mm -hmm. dual guitars keyboards bass drums and a, and a vocalist and yeah super technical but also very melodic and complex and concept albums and they also do a lot of fun marketing with the albums like how they like sneak parts out and there's like little secrets and easter eggs and and then themes come back of course in the albums and stuff so Is that Did a con have... concept album? This one? Yeah, because yeah. when you say themes come out back again. Yeah, yeah. this is like a concept. Con every album okay. they do, I, okay, I okay. would say, all, yeah, why arguably. <laughs> why did you ask? <laughs> yeah. Did uh, you have the previous Haken albums in your top five, or were they all on top one, or why does this stick out maybe from the Haken collection? Mm, I mean, like I said, Affinity was in my top five. That was from two years ago, 2016, I think. Uh, we talked about it in our, our video. Um, I don't know for this year. I mean, it was a tough call between this album and between the Buried and Me's uh, Automata one and two. But I, I think that this is the one I just go back to as as it's just solid from beginning to end. Uh, a lot of fans complained that it's only I think about forty seven minutes, which is pretty short for a prog concept album. But there's no filler. There's no like. You know, I mean, when there's not a lot of noodling, I mean, they play a lot of crazy stuff, but it's always musical. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's there, there's nothing for me in there to complain about. Some people were like, oh, now they sound more genty, but I don't hear this at all. Okay, they have a seven string guitar, but I mean, Dream Theater was using seven string guitars on Awake in '94. I mean, there was no gent then, so I. I I find it this argument gented yet. <laughs> Somebody just progged in here. Huh? Uh, so, yeah, I think for me this is this is just a perfect, complete album. Oh, can I can I just take back one thing? Special category. Oh. I just also recently found out that my most streamed artist this year. Uh, which is a bit sad is uh, Johan Johansson who died oh, yeah. um, mm. uh, because he makes such great soundtracks so I think I streamed the uh, the Mandy soundtrack for the mm. movie which I still have to see but which is now on Amazon uh, yeah so this is just a little note I had here Bart oh it's me yeah. finishing up uh, strong uh, here we're ready no, for yeah. post-it so, note yeah, uh, number one As a poster number one, yeah. As said, I had no number one pick, but I had to. I had you already had your number one. <laughs> I had to choose one record, and it's the latest one I got into, and 
I recognized this band last year. It's like probably nobody like horrendous. That's the name of the band, and they just realized. I love them. They're great. Yeah, of course, Valerie knows. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, and, yeah, because you like that mellow death, and they had one record before, which was called Ecdysis, I think, and it was like a mix of Carcass in the hard work period, uh, death on the post-human part, and Paradise Lost, because you mentioned mm -hmm. them, and fucking amazing. And then the next record was like more into this cynic atheist thing, and it was it was too much of, of of a bit of noodling what you just mentioned. And now they have another record, and it's the perfect balance of those two records before, and it's like the best of the pestilence time of uh, um, testimony of the ancients and like atheist gorgats. You hear a lot of gorgats and like death in their proggy face so it's like progressive death metal but it's not as clinic as some of those are right now and not like just sterile mm -hmm. it lives you know like and you hear like they mean this and it's like i listen to it like three times in a row and it's like a hell of a ride three it, times makes, a day. it makes you uncomfortable while listening you know that feeling it's you're, you're uncomfortable even so this is what i want to <laughs> I want this to punch me somehow and make me feel uncomfortable from a record like you this. You like so to like leave your comfort zone. Yeah, I hate the comfort zone. Yeah, let's 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 take a quick listen. Mm. That 90s bass sound. Yeah, I want to say they have a great bass. You hear <coughs> the bass actually. Sounds you hear 90s. it. Like, Maybe I should add to have some hidden melodies that come somewhere in those songs you don't accept. It. So it's like you have probably have need more than just like a minute to get into them. But. It even reminds me a bit of I'm not allowed if the, to say that if Valerie's here no, on no. death. I was just gonna say that. I told Death twice. Yeah, you said so. Ah, okay. sound like Sorry. Death. <laughs> Why would I react so violently? Are you scared of me? There's nothing bad about sounding like death. No. <laughs> yes. Death is like the ultimate death metal band. Yeah. That was the Chuck's death anniversary a couple of days ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's mean. It's mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's really well played. It's just not overproduced. It's like grounded in... And I heard like, like they are like very small and like I read in the comments that some guys said they always have bad luck in their career and every time he saw them live they're like fully into the music and had some technical difficulties with the equipment so it seems like luck is against them like so I hope they finally get the push they deserve because like people are recognizing this record it just came out a month ago I think mm -hmm. like one and a half months and like it gets like a bit huge now but still when I look on them on Facebook or whatever it's like they were still like a very small band it's a small band yeah um, it's a pity but I agree with you it's a great record you should everyone should listen to it yeah great I will when I come home again 
And this has no skippers, by the way. Like the only skipper is the intro, which is not a song. Okay, well, I think we're at the end here. Um, just one more throw-out question at the group. Valerie started off with a disappointment. Yes. Does anyone else have any major disappointments this year? We'll start with you, Torsten. Too many to mention, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Uh, As it... Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, as it was a big thing for Metal Hammer and... Um, I thought it was a big thing for the readers and everything, and was a it was a and they're really it's a super huge successful band, but the record gave me nothing after one listen. It's uh, and I guess everybody here in this round will hate this band. <laughs> um, I don't say that I hate them, but uh, uh, what's called Eintagsfliege in English. Uh, um, does anybody know? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, uh, comes and goes. Something that comes and goes. Yeah, it comes and like goes. Like, uh, it's um, the new record from Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, this is a band I never liked. <laughs> I would not even mm -hmm. listen to it. I wanted to like it, but okay. uh, I couldn't. Of course, because it's bad. This is that kind of band ah. I've, I, I talked about, like. Like it's like Helene Fischer with Schlager music is just a metal, like the cheapest generic Helene stuff. Helene Fischer with can. camouflage trousers. Yeah, it's like those people who listen to this music, when they want to listen to heavy music, they listen to Five Finger Death Punch. You know, because it's cheap, generic, like it can't get more standard. Like I tried like many times with this band because people said, yeah, they're great. And I was like, oh, really? Like, uh, you don't need these people I, 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 in your I, I, life. I, I, I want to be open-minded and I hate to sound like a music snob. I really hate this, but this band is cancer. I really, I tried it, but uh, I failed. I'm sorry. Oh, everybody will hate me for this. I was, actually, I was, I was expecting to be disappointed, so I was not disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would be so bad. So then, it's, then the, uh, uh, the band brings something positive to you. Now I'm like, I listened to it. Fulfilled. Some songs of it. Did I'm you like, really listen? I, a couple of I, I songs. No, I don't think I that you curious, listen to right? it. I was really? to just confirm was, that. That's good. Here is the thing. Should we m mention any disappointing records or records from bands we like that disappointed us? Because I think... Well, my, my disappointment oh. was a band that I was expecting more from. Yeah, because... So like when the album wasn't necessarily bad, but I was expecting more, so I was disappointed. Mm, okay. But if you listen to an album and you know it's going to be bad, you're not disappointed because you know. It's my disappointment for the year was also one of my favorite albums, which is Muse's oh. new album. Because ah. so it was a disappointment or a favorite record? Uh, <laughs> it's both. So okay. I mean, it's kind of like you know, there are some bands for me that doesn't matter what they put out. I I like I like what they do, and because because you because there's like a part of them in in the music, and it sort of like feels like yeah. home, you know, and you like connect to it. And certainly with the new Muse record, they. There's those melodies and those elements of Muse that uh, you know I like from every album, uh, but my disappointment is is that it's a bit derivative of. I mean, it's sort of like now Muse does their '80s record, you know, mm -hmm. like everybody else. They're like they do their Stranger Things '80s thing, and it feels like a bit o overdone by now. And for a band of such originality to kind of do some to kind of jump on this bandwagon which I mean I don't know that they're jumping on a bandwagon to be cool but in a way it sort of feels like that um, that it's not t particularly original it's just kind of like 80s synths with muse melodies 
Um, and there's like, you, you don't really hear the rest of the band uh, much in the album. Um, I still listen to it a lot because it's like it, it's like an easy, like great car drive sing along thing. But I guess maybe like your disappointment, I would have hoped for like a huge comeback with like, you know, taking mm-hmm. things to another level and not just making it even more simplified and current. Easy. Easy and and current, you know, Mm -hmm. like with like doing what everybody else does with this 80s thing, so. So I think my disappointment, I just quickly flipped through some playlists here because I wasn't. I should do the same. (laughs) I wasn't. It also, it fulfills two categories, uh, uh, like also the non-metal album, but it's also a disappointment, but also cool. The Horror by German band Get Will Soon. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, I mean, you have to love the guy. Great albums, uh, great life. So uh, maybe that's the same about Muse. So I tried to get into that album, but maybe it was too complex. I for didn't me. get it at all. Yeah, you didn't get it either. Mm-hmm. And I like and I like I like him too. Yeah. Or them, him, him. Yeah. Okay, one last speed round. Yes. Valerie, what are you looking? What's the one album you're looking forward to next year? I'm I'm hoping Bill Acor is gonna have a new album. This uh, Australian metal death. They haven't announced anything. I'm still hoping for a new album from them because it's my favorite band. Bellacore. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Thorsten? Um, I'm waiting for something pretty unusual for me now. It's something non-metal. Uh, the band is called Ol. O-U-L. It's a, single pro- a solo project from a guy called Ellen B. Constance. It's a German band from Thuringia. And they're doing something like uh, 80s kind of style dark wave synthy pop. So this is the stuff that I like to listen to when everybody's sleeping and I'm home alone <laughs> and can relax. Nice. Great. That sounds Kai. cool. You. Intronaut. Intronaut. I just read, like, I think last week that they are recording in a whole, I hope, so this is a call out to Intronaut that they will put out an album next year. I just love this band. Nice dudes, great musicians, awesome music. Cool. But I think uh, Mr. Dunnable <coughs> is very busy with Future as his second band. So Okay. Mm. Building guitars. And, and building guitars. <coughs> okay. You guys probably know what my um, most looking forward to album for you, next your year own. is. Come on. Your own? DT. Oh, this is not an elephant. DT. Dream Theater. Yeah. Oh, they're course. bringing out another one. Yeah. February 22nd. Astonishing part two? <laughs> nope. Not this time. Uh, Randy just kicked me under the table here. This is the part uh, where I can even say more because I'm looking forward to the Adrenalized record that I, I sent you just oh, yeah, a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good friends of us, they're of, like a, a band from Spain again and they do like a progressive punk with a lot of fresh metal in it. they're probably the closest to our sound and the last record is 2013 so it took them forever but just the one song along uh, alone is like it sounds like bands like dream theater would play punk rock and it's interesting to to listen to stuff like that so um, i'm really looking forward to this and there was another band called Blowfuse. i'm pretty sure nobody knows them they have an amazing 90s sound like like I don't know what it is it's like you could call it alternative music but it's not really alternative in that case and they have an amazing bassist and drummer and like the whole rhythm section and that's like 
Like, you really love the rhythm sections mm -hmm. of bands, don't you? Yeah, and I'm a guitarist. Yeah. You know, like I also love loud drums on in records. I hate this only compressed guitar, and you hear like in the background something like a computer playing drums. You know, like I don't like this. And this is something I really look up to. So like, the, and the new Dustboard record again. You like we listened to it already, so I can tell it's very great. And the last song, Same especially here. especially the last song, I was like very surprised. Very good. Yeah. Like I took took a, stu a step forward, and I'm I'm hope they will get a, a good reputation for it. Yeah. So finally, I have three records I look forward to, and no disappointing <laughs> record. <man>. Nice. <laughs> Great. You're lucky. Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Two hours in. Wow. Fuck. I want to say. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Thanks to our guest Bart from Straight Line. Yeah. Check out Straight Line on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms. And buy records from them. Yeah, directly. we're bringing out the new one next year. So. Next year, okay. Yeah. So then, I'm looking forward to another album. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. fanboy. I, I guess you will dig it. I guess we'll I'm, dig it. I'm sure I will. Um, maybe we can make a video for you again. Well, maybe, maybe we should. Uh, we, we should uh, watch that. No fireworkers will come this time. No, how we, oh, yeah, the fire. Yeah, the fire. We fire. let them dance in the video. Yeah, because like <laughs> it was this smoke. What do you call it like smoke, yeah, smoke detector, smoke in the detector last and we were fun. like yeah nothing would happen and then this guy came in like what are you doing here and we were like jumping around and it was like music <laughs> and he was like what the fuck is this you know like well, then next time we'll leave the windows we open were actually lucky, we were actually lucky that he didn't want us to pay all yeah, this stuff because yeah. he really didn't be want expensive. us to pay it so. so Torsten thank you uh, for coming on the show and we hope that you'll join us again I will and um, I will too. give us your feedback and the pod podcast studio is yours if you ever want to do a metal hammer oh, German th language thanks for podcast. the invitation now that everybody listens to it <laughs> <laughs> okay and of course the crew Valerie and Kai as always you'll be hearing their voices hopefully a lot as much yes. as I can drag them in here <laughs> to talk and I'm Randy See you next time. See you in 2019. Freaks out. Freaks out. To hear a playlist with all the bands that we talked about today, head over to Spotify and search for the Freaks TV original podcast, episode one, top albums of 2018. If you like this episode and you're super into Prague like I am, then you should head over to the Freaks TV Progcast, where me and Dario Albrecht from the Prague space get real nerdy about all things Prague. We just released our Prague-specific top albums of 2018. The Freaks TV original podcast is produced by Stuis Media and recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. It's produced by Janine Stengel, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, and myself, Randy M. Salo. Thanks for tuning in, Freaks. See you next time. Freaks out. Freaks out.